Worthy is not something you do. Worthy is something you are. You are not your business. You are not your busyness. You are a human being. And now is the perfect time to get back to being. For being is enough. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Greetings, beloved ones, and welcome back to another episode of Central Faith Podcast, the podcast all about the art of coming home to your body. I am your hostess with the mostest, LaVon Briggs. I am your co-facilitator and guide on this journey to reintegrating your spirituality, sensuality, and sexuality. And today I am so excited to share space with y'all because this is the first episode that I am recording and that is being released after my book, has been placed in the world. Cheers. Okay, I'm showing my age there, but I don't care. I'm an elder millennial. Y'all know that about me, okay? Y'all know that we celebrate the age and the wisdom that comes with time and space and experience and learning and applying and all that. And I want to take this moment to big myself up, big up one of self, as my Jamaican siblings would say, y'all, I wrote a fucking book. Do you hear me? <laughs> Think of all the people you have heard who have said at one point or another, oh, you know, I want to write a book one day. Or people always say, I should write a book one day. I wrote a book. I published the book, okay? I saw the book in Barnes and Noble. I see the listing on Amazon, which by the way, if you purchase from Amazon, please leave a five-star review because the way their algorithm works is that when you start getting like 20 reviews that are five stars and really good, the algorithm will start to push the book to other readers. And it'll be like, oh, because you, oh, because you like this book, you might like sensual faith. And that's what we want. We want this message around inviting more pleasure into our spiritual life, particularly as it pertains to our sexuality. We want this message to get to the masses. People have been asking me, you know, I'm not a black woman. Can I read this book? Absolutely. Black women are centered, but that doesn't mean just because you're not a black woman that you're not going to get something from this. The fact of the matter is when black girls and women and femmes are healed and free and safe and soft, your ass is going to be healed and free and safe and soft too. So yes, buy the book, even if you're not a black woman. Matter of fact, buy two, buy one for yourself and buy one for a black woman. How about that? (laughs) So the book tour has been going incredibly well. The book release party was, I mean, beyond my wildest dreams. I just cried and cried and cried. My cousin, shout out to Echo. She flew in from California to surprise me. The book cake that Justin Chambers did, my pastor prayed for me and prophesied over me. And the love was just there. And to see all my people in the room, oh my goodness. And all of the toasts and the words of affirmation. Child, the video is coming, but you know how we do over here. We we operate in flow and ease and abundance and prosperity and lavishness. So don't expect it to come tomorrow. It's going to come when it come. <laughs> but I'm excited for y'all to see the recap. And I owe my publisher a major apology because when I first approached them, I was like, I have selected 13 cities for a book tour. And they were like, that's a lot. They were like, why don't you do like five? And I was like, don't try to squelch my dreams, right? But now I'm like, oh, that is a lot. 
your girl is tired. Okay. I canceled the New Orleans book tour stop, even though I live here and the Charlotte book stop, because I'm going to be presenting at the Katie Geneva Cannon Center for Womanist Leadership Spring Conference 2023. I have two central faith workshops to lead and an author event and book signing. So I feel like that's plenty for one weekend. So we are going to take a step back. We're going to lean into April. It's National Poetry Month. It's Harm Awareness Month. Although if you've been following for a while, you know that I believe in Harm Eradication Month because we don't need no more awareness. We need to get rid of a culture that perpetuates harm against women and femmes and children, period. That means smash the patriarchy, fuck domination, it's giving bell hooks is all about love. Love and abuse cannot coexist. And that's what we want to see. April is also a great time to really revisit your, I don't want to call them gold, but your intentions, right? Your, your manifestations in progress, in, in the works, because we had the spring equinox, which is when Central Faith, the art of coming home to your body came out <laughs> last month. And cosmologically, astrologically, that is the new year. So this whole thing around like spring cleaning and refreshing your home and your space and revisiting your nourishing um, intentions around your body and your food. You know, we were talking about food with Alicia McCullough last episode. It's timely, right? It's cosmic. And so lean into that and just dance with mother nature and the rhythms that are, you know, stepping from ancient indigenous inner knowing, right? Um, And so it's a great time to think about where do you want to be? What sorts of energies do you want to feel? What kinds of core values, right, are getting you excited these days? You know, I'm, if, you, if you hear me, I'm breathing because my body is reacting to talking about these joyful things, right? That is sensual faith and practice, <laughs> beloved ones. And so as you are determining What's going to be getting your energy, right, in these coming days as we are transitioning off of a full moon and um, in the Christian tradition, Easter slash Resurrection Sunday, we're thinking about rebirth and burial and new beginnings, relationships, desires, what you thought you wanted this time last year or shit, last month, right, has probably changed has probably shifted quite a bit. And that is a good thing. Lean into that. Lean into God and your ancestors and your community. Lean into your inner knowing. And if you are on the journey to calling in more like-minded community, well, beloved one, the Central Faith Academy is for you, okay? AKA my Patreon. That's where you go to get all of the supplemental materials for the podcast. That's available at the Sensual Faith tier. It's $10 a month. If you want a little more than that, you want live roundtables, audio essays, unedited videos of me recording the podcast. Because trust me, y'all know I cut up the shenanigans are top tier in the raw video. Friend of the show, Les from Balanced Black Girl Podcast, she has been open about her journey to including more video of her podcasting. And so now the seed has been planted, child doing more video and more clips and reels and TikToks of Central Faith Podcast. But that is like Q3, okay? we Today's episode, honey, is all about ease and flow. And so before we get into the main topic, 
flow on over to patreon.com slash LeVon Briggs. Sign up for the tier that's right for you. Sensual Faith, Lavish Love is $25 a month. That was the second tier that I mentioned where you get everything that's in the Sensual Faith tier, plus the bonus material, access to the replays of the new and full moon readings, things that I record out in the wild that no one else gets to see. All of that is there. You can also pledge more than $25, by the way. So it don't got to be 10 or 25. It can be 10, 25, 35, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. (laughs) I'm really, really excited to launch the official Central Faith Book Study within the Central Faith Academy. I think it's going to be really amazing for this community that has been journeying together through the writing, editing, publishing, sales and marketing processes to now just enjoying this great, immense fruit and labor of love and to explore it together. So that's obviously going to be in Central Faith Academy, but I'm also having these really brand new experiences on the book tour. So most recently I was in Houston. First of all, Houston talked to me nice. Okay. H-Town, I am smitten with you. Like, Add me to the list. Beyonce, Megan, LaVon. Okay, I'm not from Houston, but I could absolutely see myself being an H-Town baddie. First of all, there's just so many Black people. It's like Atlanta, right? Black people are just everywhere. The city is so wide and spread out that you are in like a new neighborhood just driving to get something to eat. You know, every five seconds, it feels like the energy shifts and the culture of it, the people. It's not as friendly as like New Orleans. Like I assumed everybody was going to speak there. Everybody did not speak in Houston. And that's just everybody, black, white, Latino, whatever, right? But yeah, I feel like the food was great. The weather was inclement, but I was also on my cycle. So y'all know when my cycle is on, I be in that B-E-D, okay? Um, I also got to meet, for those of you who are fans of Bearded Black Men Reading to You Before Bed, uh, the room that I produced on Clubhouse. I got to meet at Ruckus Live and his wife, Fatima, Dr. Fatima on socials. And y'all, lovely, funny. They're both just like impossibly gorgeous. <laughs> I'm like, those children, we're going to need to wear sunglasses in order to look at their children. They're so fucking beautiful. But no, their hospitality and kindness towards me was just out of this world. And so Houston, I'm gonna be back sooner rather than later. And and Houston is officially on my short list of US cities where I would put down some roots. So all that to say, the reason why I was in Houston was because Kindred Stories, a Black woman-owned bookstore, reached out to my publisher and was very proactive about letting them know that they wanted me to come do an author talk. And Kindred Stories was founded by a woman named Terry, whose daughter, Elle, hey... Um, L is my date nap name child, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, is an avid reader. So like the family is just a generate generation after generation of readers in their family, right? And Terry wanted L to be able to walk into a bookstore and not just have like a row or a section of black authors, right? She wanted her daughter to see wall-to-wall stories representing Black voices and perspectives. And so Kindred Story started out as a pop-up. And as you know, Black folks got behind it and were like, we love this. We're supporting you. Let's do it. To the point where now they have a brick and mortar location. 
Now, due to the inclement weather, we had to shift. And so we ended up going to um, Holy Family Episcopal Church, which when I first read the name, I went way back to childhood, child. St. James Less Episcopal Church in Queens. I'm thinking stained glass windows, a white Jesus on a crucifix, like the whole shebang, right? Especially since we were going into Holy Weekend. I get there, big, spacious, wide open, white walls, art, sculptures, just like, it looked like an event space, like a venue space. Like you could do engagement parties or even like an intimate wedding there. It was just such a beautiful space. And when I tell you this night was iconic, first of all, my conversation partner Wale looks stunning in her gorgeous royal blue get up and white leather cow girl boots. Like she was just giving, but this was the first time that I got to meet new readers, right? Black women and femmes who had never heard of me before, who were like, oh, my friend sent me this podcast episode, or I just found out about you today. My friend told me she was coming and I came with her. And to see their eyes light up, to see the laughter, to see the cackles, right? To talk about masturbation as a way to deter connections to fuck boys, <laughs> right? Rather than sending that WYD or that WYA text at two in the morning, if you could just rub one out, right? And go to sleep, save yourself that heartache, sis, right? Those are conversations that Black women get, specifically Black women of faith, right? Black women who are currently or formerly churched. And so it was such an affirmation and a celebration. And even though I was on my cycle, and my little finger waves ain't come out the way I wanted them to. I put on my wig. I put on a cute little bodysuit, legging, kimono situation with my panda dunks. And I showed up and I showed out. And so did Houston. So thank y'all so, 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 so much for showing up. I am grateful. I am honored. I am excited. And I can't wait to see others on the road. So stay tuned, y'all. You know, we're going to do New Orleans, of course, Charlotte, Oakland, LA, Chicago. Someone suggested Tampa recently. So just stay tuned, child, because... I have support from the publisher, but I'm doing a lot of this on my own. I am calling in my team. I'm calling in a PR agent who feels aligned. So if that's you or someone that you know, please email me. <laughs> Hello at LavonP.com. And let's talk because it's time. It's time to bring people to walk alongside me so that I can delegate and collaborate and align and we can, you know, expand our reach and influence in the world because this is good ground. This is holy ground. This is holy work, what we're doing. And even you listening to this podcast episode is affirming and helps, right? Sharing it with your people, rating five stars, right? Letting me know what you're enjoying about it. That helps me to lean in and see, okay, what's next? Not just to produce, right? But to explore and to create and to heal and alchemize, right? I just find it funny how my book came out three weeks ago and people are asking me, okay, what are you doing next? Right? Well, what's after the book tour? Honey, baby, the book tour is not even over. I don't know when the next book tour date is. <laughs> I know I have an author event at a conference. I know people who want me to come places, but 
this push to figure out what is the next thing you're going to be doing as if I didn't just do a huge fucking thing as if, if I never do another thing, I've already done enough, right? The archives are archiving. The book is booking. The sermons are sermoning. You can go through the proverbial experience and Sensual Faith Sunday. You can go through my tweets. You can go through Sensual Faith Academy and you will have ripe wisdom for decades, right? I ain't even gonna hold you. It's a capsule. It's a vessel. It's a pool of wisdom. And you can dip your big toe in. You can submerge your entire body. But my teachings, my preachings, our community conversations, roundtables, shit, the readings that I've done, right? A reading might have been for a new moon in January 2019. That message can still resonate today because time is an illusion. So this timeline that some people are projecting onto me about, oh, you got to be thinking ahead and about what's the next thing. Y'all writing a book is hard and it took a lot out of me traveling around the country, talking about black women and spirituality, religion, trauma, pleasure, joy, ease, flow. It's a lot showing up and holding space for Black women and femmes who for so long have felt like they needed to shrink themselves or be less than what God called them to be in order to be seen as worthy of love, validation, marriage, motherhood, the raise, the job, the car, the house, right? All of that is in the room when I am there. And the fact of the matter is, even though I center pleasure for Black women, even though I feel in my bones that pleasure is the pathway to liberation for Black women, whenever we talk about pleasure, the pain comes up. I have been so surprised to see how often the trauma comes up. And that is painful and that is hard and it requires energy, patience. It requires me to pull on my my healer self. And I'm not sharing all this because I'm trying to explain why I'm not in a rush to get to the next thing. I just want people who ask folks who just completed something or launched something, you know, what's next to just chill out, (laughs) relax, lean into this moment with me. Don't let capitalism steal this moment. And make you feel like, okay, that's done. We can mark that as done on the checklist and let's move on to the next thing. No, really linger in that affirmation. Really sink into that celebration. Because as I've shared on social media, a clip from one of our readings this year, celebration is an act of gratitude. Celebration says, hold up pause, hold up, wait a minute. I wrote a book. I graduated. We celebrated an anniversary. I left that toxic relationship. I've been sober for a month, whatever it is that you're celebrating. Invite your community to celebrate with you. Make it a big deal. Celebrate with your ancestors at your altar. Like it's time for us to stop gliding over our wins, no matter how big or how small. A win is a motherfucking win. 
And so this scam of what's next has no room in a sensual faith framework. The quote that I read as our sacred text for today is from my debut book, Sensual Faith, The Art of Coming Home to Your Body. (laughs) It's from chapter two, body is not a four-letter word. And I really want us to honor the fact that we are human beings and not human doings. Beloved, if you never do another thing for anybody, you have already done enough. And so this merit-based worthiness system that many of us were raised in that makes us feel like unless you are doing, achieving, gaining, acquiring, amassing, you're not worthy of consideration, dignity, love, care, concern. That's bullshit. It's a fucking scam. And I'm debunking that myth. And I invite you to debunk it as well. So the next time you do something really magnificent, I don't care where it is on the spectrum. The next time you do something and you share it with someone or with the world and someone has the audacity to say, oh, okay, that's cute. What's next? Celebrating this thing I just did. What's next? Celebrating my book. What's next? Getting it onto the New York Times bestseller. What's next? A nap. What's next? An orgasm. What's next? A meal. Y'all ain't about to have me out here trying to what's next me to dip. Uh-uh, not today, Satan. <laughs> And so in the energy of rejecting the scam of what's next, that's it for this episode, child. I'm about to go take a shower and take a nap. I was telling myself, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do some cardio. I'm, gonna, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to get in that BED. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. That's the beautiful thing about honoring that pleasure is your birthright. Rest is your birthright. You don't have to do anything to deserve it. Your beingness is your all access pass to rest and pleasure and love. And so I want to thank y'all for rocking with me. I want to let you know that I am because we are. And I can only show up for you and hold space for your wellness if I first hold space for my own. Similarly, you can only show up and hold space for our wellness if you first show up and hold space for yours. And I know that is not something that the Christian tradition embedded in us, but we have agency now and we get to do a new thing. There's a scripture that says, behold, I do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? This is God talking. Do you not perceive the new thing? Do you not perceive the fourth wave of womanism, Ebony Janice Moore? Do you not perceive the call to our ancestral ways of being and doing wisdom, Juju Bay? Do you not perceive the ways that you just resting blesses your ancestors, Nat Bishop, Trisha Hersey? It's time, it's time to get back to being human beings and shed being human doings because that's not what God created us to be. Whoo, y'all, go do something that brings you joy. (laughs) Yes, continue to share excerpts of sensual faith, the art of coming home to your body on social media. Continue to tag me, tweet me, 
you know, post the podcast, tag me in your Instagram stories. Let me know what's resonating with you. But also know that if you never do another thing, if you never tag me again, (laughs) I see you and I love you and you are worthy. And so as I'm going to rest, I want to invite you to rest up, bless up, give love, show love. Don't forget, rate five stars, follow, share, subscribe, send this episode to someone you think they would be blessed by it. You know, if you want to bless me indeed with some monies, (laughs) you can do that via cash app, dollar sign, Pastor Bay, P-A-S-T-O-R-B-A-E. Zell is LaVon.Briggs at gmail.com. Venmo is at LaVon Briggs. So yeah, go ahead and partake in the energy of abundance, the energy exchange, because that's what it's giving, honey, baby. (laughs) And stay tuned for the recap of the Central Faith book release that's going to be coming out. I know that I mentioned in the last episode that Maui Bigelow was going to be my conversation partner, but she actually couldn't make it at the last minute. And when I tell you that my therapist, Dr. Brianna Boyd, stepped in and did a magnificently stunning job in engaging me in conversation. She was just like a proud big sis. I mean, she's my therapist child now, but the way that she just loved up on me, I'm so excited for y'all to see that video and those pictures. And so I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. In the meantime, in between time, go in peace, go in power, go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good. Peace, y'all.